is almost as silly looking as Skeletor himself. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Hey! 35! This is good stuff. I want to share something with you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Morning, everybody. Morning, morning, morning. How you doing out there? It is Monday. We're going to get to see China Dow's ass later on uh, in the show. Why is Hollywood so happy? Hollywood is happy because I am paroled from hell itself yes i am paroled from hell itself i was in yuppieville and whatever i did how many sins i had i am sorry i am very very sorry because i got my first glimpse of what hell was i swear to jesus that the devil was next to me talking to me saying this is your future if you do not straighten up young man it was hell on wheels oh my goodness i was oh sad sad state of affairs how are you doing china I'm all right. Why are you making fun of my reunion like that? Oh, <laughs> there it is. That was what was going on. I attended the reunion of the China Dow. First, I want to give a shout out to everybody that was in the members only chat last night. Good counseling session for Hollywood, man. A lot of good advice. Bedlam, uh, Gonzo, Donna, all you that were in there last night, you guys rock and roll. Uh, good stuff. See, Hollywood don't know everything, man. We got to get some advice from the uh, older uh, graybeards, if you will, and the younger ones about how to handle some business. Anyway, uh, yeah, Hollywood did not fit in too good at the reunion. Nah, not really. Well, kind of come to think about it, me neither. Well, what was even funnier was I kind of felt good why that you didn't fit in because i went outside you know you're the social butterfly i said screw this man i gotta go out on the balcony and i gotta smoke and i don't like these people anyway because you know i read people yeah as soon as i walked in i knew as soon as i walked in i was like yeah this ain't gonna work for hollywood uh but before then i was a little sad i was a little sad you know i was a little sad with my china doll you know, my China doll really hurt uh, the Hollywood's feelings. And we were going to this. And all day, she was trying or hinting that she wanted to go by herself. She didn't want Hollywood going. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Come to find out, the China doll was embarrassed for me to go embarrassed of hollywood i couldn't figure it out i was like what the hell is she doing so let's start there because that started my journey to hell have you met you (laughs) i never thought in the my wildest dreams you would actually be embarrassed of me 
It's not so much embarrassed of you, it's embarrassed of what your mouth might say. Well, please go on. Describe it. You make all the comments about lesbians. There were two in my graduating class that were present. And what happened? Well, you hung out with one of them all night. (laughs) Yes, they were glued to Hollywood. I was making them feel good. you did not know she was lesbian until I Yes, I did, actually. Yeah, how'd you know? She told me. What'd she say? She's like, she's married to a chick. <laughs> and you didn't do you didn't open your big mouth. No, I did not, cause you know Hollywood might be an asshole on the radio. You're an asshole in person. Come on now. But I Get ain't gonna right. sit there and you know do something like that, because that's just wrong. I don't give a shit who you're licking. <laughs> But we'll get into her later. So well, you won't, but someone will. Someone will. <laughs> All right. So continue your story well, of you, why you were embarrassed of your husband, Hollywood. Because you had a mouth. And the fact that they were all rich kids, you know, growing up, we were all the rich kids. And you always say I'm from the wrong side of the tracks because I grew up in yuppie town. Grew up in shit town, if you ask me. Well, you know, hey, I wasn't the one with the money. It was my dad. Do I have the money? Hell the fuck no. I only opened my mouth one time, okay? You got to give Hollywood that. One time is how I uh, got smart with somebody. Uh huh. <laughs> and I missed it? And you missed it. What was that? Dude comes... No, we'll keep going there in a minute. You're going to keep on going. We're going to start from the beginning. I ain't letting you live this down because it kind of hurt Hollywood's feelings. Oh, cry me a river, build a bridge, and get the fuck over it. Your wife is not supposed to be (laughs) embarrassed to you. Well, when you're married to somebody with your mouth, yeah, you got to worry what could be said. Mm -hmm. So that's how it is now. It's not how it is now. It's just how it was for that. I also had to tell you a hundred times that it's my reunion, so it's not all about Hollywood. It's about China Doll. It's not, hey, let's tell everybody about your YouTube show and your radio show. I'm networking. Because there are some things I don't want the people I grew up with. I don't, I don't want them watching me do Panty Reveal. Why? You shouldn't be embarrassed of who you are. You know, after fucking that night, man, there's still a bunch of assholes. Okay, so why do you care about what they feel? Because I don't need them knowing my business. There's some people that just don't need to know. But you're broadcasting worldwide right now. That's fine. And if I don't know they're listening, that's fine. (laughs) So what makes our listeners different than the bunch of yuppie bitches? Because our listeners are cool as shit. And they ain't. So, in essence, you're still back in high school. Like what? When we were there? No. In essence, your mindset is you're still in high school, and you're still worried about what they think about you. Well, when we were there, actually, nah. I stood there wondering why, hmm, why'd Kristen hug me? She could give two fucks, never talk to me a day in her life, the four years of high school. But do you know what I'm talking about? Oh my god, you look good. And please, anybody who wants to chime in, they can. What I'm telling you is, you were worried what they thought, because you were worried about my mouth. 
So your mindset was back in high school, and this happens at reunions. It happens. Well, yeah, because you go back to what it was like back when you were in high school. Right. Instead of saying, you know what? You used to be hot as hell. Now you're a fucking whale. Uh, Or, dude, what the hell happened to you? That's See, that's my problem. I'm just forthright like that. I don't go there. I do. I think it's funny. I don't. I mean, after the fact, when, you know, yeah. I went there. But it took you. But it did but I didn't go there while we were there. Mhm. Yeah. It took you to the end of the reunion mm-hmm. to finally realize that you're in a place now that you really like and compared to there. Yeah. Is this true or false? This is true. So, it took you to the end to know that hey, I love my Hollywood. I love who he is. I, lo- I love his straightforwardness. Wow, let's I make it all ne- about you. I should have never, I should have never done that to him. Keep making it about you. See, that's the problem with you. You don't like it when I talk. Because it's always got to be about you. And I'm sorry, Saturday night was supposed to be about me, not you, not you, not yeah, you. Yeah, but the at the ending. And right it, now should be about me, not you. At the ending, you <laughs> said you love being a biker chick. Yes, more than anything. So all that nonsense before we went was stupid. Well, you know, you still could have stayed home. I wouldn't, you know. No, you were all hugging on me all night. Thank you for coming and all that. Yeah, because I was buzzed. Oh, so it was only because you were buzzed. No, <laughs> I needed a designated driver, man. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I was glad you came with, but at the same time, you know, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, who's he talking to now? I kept going to the door looking out there. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, like I couldn't handle myself. No, you were worried about what I was saying. <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, I was. You know, I don't need you talking about, you know, yeah, we owned a sex club. No, they don't freaking need to know that shit. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed of who I am. <laughs> I'll never be embarrassed of who I am. I just don't need them knowing my personal business. Shit, I shouted out to everybody. I got a lot of fucking uh, pussy. You imagine going to my reunion? Only reason why I ain't is because the damn motherfuckers want to charge me freaking 80 bucks. They're only going to charge you if you're choosing to eat. If you're not going to eat, they're not charging. Yeah, got to charge because... Oh, read between the lines. Not read between the lines because you got to help them You could have had the nasty pizza that was at my reunion that was free. Instead, I had to pay 15 bucks for a burger and waffle fries, and you didn't even eat the waffle fries. Oh, poor baby. Anyway, tell us about your journey into the past. Oh, Lord. You know, okay, first off... Because I'm trying to make it about you right now if yeah, you that's actually right. talk. Yeah, that's right. Make it about me. Yes, it's about time. Anyways, well, you know, you go into these reunions and you try not to expect the worst, but it ended up being the worst. And it did take me till the end of the time that we were there to realize why the fuck did I come. <laughs> Other than the fact, I'm sorry, but, you know... I looked pretty good, just saying. <laughs> I'm going to be conceited. I don't care. Uh, I'm walking in there, and I got bombarded by the two, you know, cheerleaders that showed up. 
there were three total, but two of the cheerleaders coming up, running up to me and giving me a hug, and I'm like, hi, how are ya? Uh, Yeah, y'all didn't acknowledge me in school, but here we are, and now you are. Uh, Maybe because y'all are fat. I don't know. I have to admit, you were one, you were the hottest fucking chick there. But when you see the when you see the cheerleaders and you expect them, you know, you know, you hope the cheerleaders keep their figure throughout their lives. Hell no! Everybody in my high school they are that. total opposite of what they did in high school. Basically, what they look like now is what I looked like then. <laughs> I don't think you look bad, but that's. Me. I mean, yeah. I went the I went the high I went the weird way about it and had gastro bypass, but hey, none of them has, so I left that alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you didn't like the cheer cheerleader? No, nah, there were three. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nikki, Tracy, and Kate and Kristen. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you walked into the reunion, you felt off. I felt off being bombarded by people that never spoke a damn word to me in high school. But at the same time, you can't <laughs> say they evolved. Did they evolve from that? No, no, because you know they still live in they still live in the town I grew up in, mm-hmm. uh, and they still act like their shit don't stink. Well, I noticed a lot of that. I did notice they were very, very nervous around me. A lot of them uppity ups were nervous. And as the shit. best, the best part though too is he had a hoodie on the whole night because he was out on the balcony. It's cold. It was cold. He had a hoodie on the whole night, so like the only tattoos that were seen were the ones on his, you know, neck and his face. And of course, with the tattoos on the neck and the face, people are like, "Oh my God, he's scary." Uh huh. And I'm like, "Okay, cool. They think he's scary. I'm good with that." <laughs> Maybe they won't talk to him. <laughs> you just did not want anybody to talk to me. How you know what, guys? <laughs> I need you to chime in on that. How would that make you feel when your wife is babysitting you because she don't want anybody to talk to you? And she she was. She was going back and forth. Back and, I'm like, what the fuck, man? Go have fun. Well, I kept coming out so I didn't have to light a cigarette and just taking drags off yours. Uh, yeah, try that excuse some more. You came out to check on me. Mm, yep. <laughs> How you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and everybody would look up at you like, dude, you were just here a couple minutes ago. We're here having a conversation. And you would butt in like you do because you're worried about the conversation. Yeah, your big mouth. So now I see the way you look at me. That you have a big mouth. Don't gulp again in the mic. Uh, how's that? Not cool. I burped in it. You got people listening on the radio. Don't do that. That was a little burp. So anyway, Mm. it looked like you were having fun. You were dancing. Yeah, me and Jen. Jen, mind you, she, uh, her and I were the ones back in high school that used to pass the cigarettes underneath the bathroom stalls. (laughs) So she was actually the only one that I ended up being happy to see. Bedlam says she was making sure you weren't flipping any lesbian straight. <laughs> no, honestly, guys, you know, Hollywood, he, his feelings don't get hurt much because I really don't give a shit what people think of me. But to hear that my wife was embarrassed of me, that's like a stake in the heart kind of thing. 
Steak in the heart. And how did I do that night? Even though I was in complete yuppie hell. Well, I seen you posed in a picture. Mm-hmm. That shocked me. A picture of me saying I'm in yuppie hell. No. There was a picture of you that I think Jen posted. Uh-huh. The, well, my smoking buddy. Right. Of you with the lesbian and her friend. Okay, yeah, they asked me to take a picture with them. <laughs> and you were just, like, leaning over. <laughs> it was kind of cool. I'm like, wow, he got in a picture. <laughs> so at the end of the day, Hollywood didn't disappoint you. You did not. And that's why I thanked you. So all that bullshit that you put me through was for nothing. Well, you know, yeah, I guess so. How does that make you feel now, fine. looking back? It, ma- it makes you look, it, you feel fine that you fine. put a stake in my heart. Oh, God. Because you were embarrassed of me. See, it's time to admit some faults here. This is what they tell me in my Women's Species Bible. Hey, you know, I never said I was perfect. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So you you and love having me. You love listening to my shows. Yeah. You love being on my show. Yeah. But you're embarrassing me outside the radio. Uh, just at my reunion, not anywhere else. How uh, how's that right though? Because in my mind. All day, I was thinking of things that you might, would have, could have, should have said. <laughs> so you don't think that <coughs> I can actually know the difference? I mean, you, 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 you survived. I survived it. You survived it. You did good. I thanked you. Mm-hmm. I apologized. Apology is a motherfucker. That's a one step of making it heal. Okay, well, I did that on the way home. Mm-hmm. But you did it when you were tipsy. So? And... And I wasn't tipsy by the time we were coming home because... Oh, my I had goodness. two drinks while I was there. That was it. Two vodka lemonades. No fireball. Hmm. So I gotta ask my and audience... the rest of the night was water. I gotta ask my audience... Well, the funny. Well, you didn't let me tell the uh, funny part. Go ahead, tell the funny part. But I want to. Well, I want to ask you this question, and she'll tell me the funny part. Give you time to get in there. How would you feel? You already asked this. If your spouse was embarrassed to you, I haven't got the answer yet. How would you feel? Okay. The funny part. Can I tell the funny part? Yes. All right. Well, one of the guys that was there, his name was Ryan. And if y'all are on my Facebook, there's pictures. Um, <laughs> he pulled me over by him when he was sitting with a bunch of the guys and grabbed me by the waist and pulled me over and whispers in my ear, do you realize that in sixth grade we kissed at the Meineke Park, which is the pool and playground by my house when I grew up? I'm like... I'm like, oh my god, we did. He goes, yeah, you were my first kiss and my first boob. I just started laughing, and I'm like, when I walked away, I'm like, must not have been that good of a kiss, because I didn't remember until now. Mm -hmm. Must not have been that good. I just thought it was hilarious. And then he looks over, and they were like, because all the guys were asking why I was laughing so hard. And then so he told all the guys at the table, 
<laughs> what he told me. And they're like, dude, why didn't you tell any of this to us before? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, I know why. Because none y'all even acknowledged me in school. But now all of a sudden, y'all want to be like friends. Mm-hmm. Why? Why did none so of y'all? What was your and whole none of them brought their wives. That's what I thought was funny. What was your whole reason for going then? To figure out if I was, you know, in my right place now. And I know that I am. I don't belong. That I felt like I didn't belong except for with one person the whole time we were there. Other than yourself. So that was... Well, you were embarrassing me. But uh, (laughs) that was your whole point of going is to measure up to what them yuppie fucks thought. Well, and, and it's like, okay, we touched on it a little bit and, you know, like members only last night. All them assholes, except for maybe three or four, mm-hmm. still act like they're owed shit. Well, they're yuppies. That's the way it works. They Haven't still, you ever they, seen the They outsider? still act like they are owed something that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I just thought it was funny because I don't think nobody owes them nothing. I mean. Well, what's even funnier was you were texting people. That said they were going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you actually had one turn around and said, screw this. Yep. I had a couple. A couple of them. And before I, we went, I told you, it's not going to be that big. A no, lot of people move on with their lives. It was less than 30 people. And that's not a big reunion. And we ended up having two teachers there, which was weird. That's Well, that's pretty cool. But I mean, at the was, same time. cool, but weird. That's what I tried to explain the whole day is... Yeah, we had... Don't uh, get your hopes up. There was one that was couldn't wait to, like, meet up because she and I were pretty good friends in school. And I guess she got halfway there and then said they had to turn around and go home for an emergency. Don't know what that was. None my business. Then I was messaging one of the guys that I grew up with um, and in the neighborhood I was in... Uh, we had this big group of people that all just hung around like every day during like the summer and stuff like that. And he was, I was messaging him saying how, you know, everybody's asking, you know, where you're at, what you're doing, if you were coming. So I messaged him and he was asking me who was there and stuff. And he goes, yeah, not, no. (laughs) Well, that falls into what Minx just said. Minx, welcome aboard. Uh, Minx is flossy. Why is she changing? Now she's going to confuse the shit out of me. Minx is flossy. You guys always changing shit I'm on me. Anyway, I think all reunions are just that. Hence, I don't fucking go. I'm not the person anymore from secondary uh, school, <laughs> and I have nothing to prove. I'm me, I'm different from them, and all my mates are post-school years. And then Bedlam says, never been uh, to uh, one and won't be going. Very, very interesting. I think for me, it was for me to put closure on that part of my life. Mm-hmm. Is why I needed to do what I, you it's know. A notable, it's a notable thing. I needed to go for me to put closure on mm-hmm. that part of me. 
and that is basically one of the reasons why I chose to go. Was the put closure on that? Is it because the way they made you feel while you were in high school? It was. It was. It was the. It was like two things. It was the way they made me feel in high school. The fact that maybe only three or four of them I would actually communicate with that showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when I, you know, so I'm like, okay, well, those three or four actually still are talking to me. So this is kind of cool. I mean, but then to see all these people even though there's col- more colorful language I would want to use but I'm going to be a little PC you know to see all these people that I went to school with that didn't acknowledge my existence in high school all of a sudden oh my god hi mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah hi how have you been so uh, let me ask you I gotta you know make something about Hollywood here now how did it make you feel how they treated you back then uh-huh. to bring your husband uh-huh. the way he is uh-huh. and how nervous they got? And when I snapped, it was like, yeah. <laughs> how did that make you feel like, hey, fuck you. I don't got a, bu- I don't got a bitch as a husband like you guys. Well, the funny part is, is like, okay, okay, this is what cracked me, this, this part cracked me up. Like, no one brought their spouses except for, like, two people, and that's not including me. Mm-hmm. So, my question to that is, is what did they have to hide that they didn't bring their spouse? <laughs> this is very true, very, uh, very, very interesting. Like, one of the guys there, Varese, basketball all-star all through school. Mm-hmm. Got a full ride through co- to college. Did he take it? Don't know. Because honestly, don't care. Mm-hmm. His girl had no freaking clue he played sports. <laughs> See, at that point, I know why you would be worried. I've been like, hey, man, white boys don't jump. But anyway. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? She had no idea. He was the an all-star basketball player in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, one of the guys that was there, I felt bad because... I don't even remember who he was. He had his, you know, hello, my name is tag on and still didn't remember who he was. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 to this day. But I how did no it make clue. you feel knowing that they were nervous? Um, what, around you? Even when they came up to try to shake my hand, they were shaking. I think it's funny. So was it a big fuck you back to him? Yeah, it was, in a sense. <laughs> It was, because it's like, one, y'all didn't bring your significant others, mine's here, he's just keeping trying to keep to himself, even though y'all kind of invaded his turf in the smoking section. They were all over me. And. That's when I made that picture, I'm I'm in the uppie hell, they're all over me. But it's just, yeah, I've, I just, you know, why, why didn't y'all bring your spouses? Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. I just, I don't know. But I needed closure on that part of my life. Rock on. You know. Well, we'll leave you back and talk about my lesbian talk. Then we got some very other, a lot more topics to talk about today. It is Monday on the Morning Hoot. We're going right now to Kid Rock. Cowboy. Well, I'm packing. 
fucking up my game and I'ma head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts and fake press Find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pimp Then I'm a kid, rock it up and down your block Go with a bottle of scotch and watch lots of crotch Buy a yacht with a flag saying chill in the most Then rock that bitch up and down the coast Give a toast to the sun, drink with the stars Get thrown in the mix and tossed out of bars Sip the tea you wanna, I wanna roam Find Motown telling fools to come back home Start an escort service for all the right reasons And set up shop at the top of Four Seasons Kid Rockin', I'm the real McCoy And I'm headed out west, sucker Because I wanna be a cowboy, baby With a top left back and the sunshine shining Cowboy, baby West Coast chillin' with the Listen to the hottest modern rock on the planet. 
No commercials at all. Just hard rock and roll, baby. Download the Insane Throttle Radio app for Android now on Google Play. Rock on. And welcome back to the show. If you missed the first half, we were talking about China Dow's reunion, my trip to hell itself. And you said something interesting just now. What? What is going on with you putting closure to every aspect of your life right now? Because it's time for me to get over shit. Mm -hmm. Put the past in the past and leave it there. Will it make my life better? Maybe. If you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I had to put closure on the the family that I grew up with. Because they don't talk to me. So I put closure on that not too long ago. And, you know, being that my high school times and, you know, where I grew up, it's not like I go there. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, we go to Woodfield Mall or something, which is a rarity. Uh, but it's like, other than that, we never go out that way. I don't talk to anybody out that way. So I'm like, I had to put closure on it. Well, that's good. One thing I did learn is you weren't the only one feeling that way. I don't think you were the only one feeling that way. And why I say that is you had the girl, what was her name? That was sitting next to me. Danielle. Danielle. Yeah. She seemed nervous as hell there. Yeah. But she gravitated towards me. And I was the only person, because I watched, you know, I've learned from you to watch everybody, you know, listen. I was the only person that hugged her when she came. Why? The only female Mm -hmm. that hugged her. The guys, well, the guys, like, fist-bumped her or high-fived her, and the girls just said hi and waved at her. I was the only one that hugged her when she came. So she gravitated towards me, her and her, uh... Her and her friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I didn't go, and they were there, and they laughed when I... uh, That guy came up to me. Well, I know you. Dude, I ain't fun to your fucking class. Because at that point, I was irritated that they were out there by me. Maybe that's why I don't go to bars. Anyway. Because uh, they were all pretty drunk. Yeah, they they were irritating the shit out of me. Yeah. And they came. We had a beautiful conversation talking about, you know, because, you know, we have uh, Alex's uh, spina bifida. Yeah. Her son, uh, one of the, her friend, her son is disabled and danielle's daughter has seizures yes so we had a beautiful conversation where they actually ignored everybody at that reunion yep and they were just sitting they were entranced by hollywood yep but you kept on coming back and forth yep which kind of surprised me because i said do your thing man i i don't want nothing in there I'm all right on a porch, freezing my ass off. At least I didn't sleep in the truck like I wanted to. Yeah, that's true. Give you kudos for that. So other people are feeling what you were feeling. And I think uh, the takeaway from this topic has to be closure. Yeah. A lot of people seek it. Will I go to any other reunions? Most likely not. Especially since they're already posting in Facebook that their for the fortieth is going to be in Florida. Well, I ain't going to fucking anywhere. I ain't going there. 
So that's the takeaway from uh, my trip through hell and uh, China. A, lot, a lot of people just need to do things because, you know, they got to put closure on some part, you know, close that door of their life. I mean, yeah, did I have fun in high school? Yeah, I had fun in high school. Were the people that I had fun in high school with there? One, two, if you count, you know, it was Danielle and Jen. Those were the only two that I hung out with that were at, like, on a daily basis that showed. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't give a shit. I'm over it. So we had a very interesting conversation in members only last night. We did. Very good. Uh, you guys missed our once a month freaking uh, deal, you dummies. Anyway, it had to do about entitlement. Yeah. And how kids nowadays, and this is our fault, it's Generation X's fault that this is happening. Where kids feel entitled, where they don't have to work. Now, I brought up the situation I'm facing right now. See, being Italian, half of it, we don't believe in getting involved in other people's marriages. We don't believe in that. You never get involved in a marriage. So anyway... My daughter, my oldest, uh-huh. is in a marriage where she's married to a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sum it up. Sum it piece up. Piece of shit. He believes that you shouldn't have to work hard because you're here to enjoy life. This prick had a huge paying job. Yeah. But he didn't want to work 40 hours. Nope. Because that takes too much... Too much time. Time away from him. (laughs) Now, mind you, I have my grandbabies. (laughs) And it's getting to the point where Papa has to pay, and now I'm getting pissed. Yeah, Papa has to pay for all their extracurricular activities because... He don't want to work. He doesn't want to work and says it's a waste of money and the kids shouldn't even be doing all that extra stuff. They should just be at home. Morbick says, I did not my job. All my kids bust the ass. That's good shit right there. My daughter does. She, she does. kills herself. She does. But this son of a, you know, gun <laughs> sits at a computer all day playing video games. He does. And I don't like that. And the fact that, you know, which was brought up, there are, you know, I think uh, Gonzo brought it up last night. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows people that play video games and he they make good money getting paid to pay, to play them. Everybody can. Does the son-in-law do no, that? No, it does not. Hell no, because God forbid he puts a camera up in that apartment <laughs> or in that in that house of theirs while they're playing. Yeah, no, because then they'll just see the little kid sitting on his lap and all that. Right. But that's, it, it goes to a bigger problem in society where I know why we're having the problems we are now. Yeah, because people don't feel that they need to work. They feel that shit should be given to them. Exactly. Or in his situation, he'll just sell shit to exactly. make money. And when I heard that he was pissed off about the extracurricular activities, I had to look at my granddaughter and says, Papa, never make it. you'll always have what you need to do. Well, when you have a child or a grandchild that has a goal that they want to achieve, you want to give them what you can to get them to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. The eight-year-old's goal is she wants to be in the olympics as a gymnast she's good and she is so good 
at gymnastics, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, while we were on our way to my reunion, she's been practicing a trick on the bars that for like a month. And she, my, uh, you know, your daughter, my stepdaughter, was videotaping it, and she finally did the trick. And next thing you know, you could see her running up to her mom to the camera, and you can hear her saying, "Ma, ma, oh my God, did you see that? I did it. Did you get it on camera? Send, send it to Grandma and Papa." <laughs> but that lazy ass don't even want to go to these events. He said he does not want to go see the kids in gymnastics. Does not want to come Saturday mornings to see the four-year-old play soccer because it's a waste of his time. Hmm. Which pisses me off. It, it, it does. Because a part of me wants to go out over there and throw him out of the house. <laughs> and tell him, get your ass gone, and I'll have to deal with the fallout. But the other half of me is like, you know what? You can't get involved in that shit. It's not your place. I wouldn't have liked it. Because it did happen to us. Uh-huh. And I didn't like it. Uh-uh. So that's where I'm stuck at. But I'm leaning towards more just picking him up, throwing him out of the house. I just think he needs a good ass whooping. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I, I don't think everybody anybody's ever beaten his ass. Mm-hmm. I'm sure friends have beaten his ass, but right. I don't think an adult, like a father figure or even a mother figure or whatever, has ever whooped his ass mm-hmm. and gotten in his face and told him, you know, what the hell are you doing? My daughter was actually waiting for you to do it. I think she wanted you to do it. Hey, if she wants me to do it, I ain't got no problems doing it because I don't care. I can't stand that kid for the life of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the father of uh, the five grandchildren, but at the same time, making a baby and being a dad are two different things. And he he made them. Well, you said it perfectly just now. Do, making them and being a dad is totally different. He made the babies, yeah. But is he being a father? No. Sitting on a video game holding your kids on your lap to quiet them down, that's, that, whatever. That's not good. No, that's all you're doing because, my opinion, every time I've gone there, he's either on the video game or he's sleeping. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's all I ever see him do. Once I seen him cooking breakfast. Well, you said it perfect just now. And I think that's the problem with society as a whole at that age. You know, and it's like, what, what you know, worst comes to worst, kick him to the curb. Maybe there's a man out there for her that doesn't mind helping with her children. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many men out there that are with women or women that are with men that have kids. And they, you know, help raise those kids as their own. You know, and it's like, I'd hate to see it get to that point. But I personally think you need to just go whoop his ass. I mean, I'll walk in there. If I go in there, I'm tempted to just, like, take his computer and bust the shit out of it. But that's not going to accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. Bellman says, sounds like Hollywood needs to educate the boy. You know what? I'm actually thinking about taking him by the river and having a talk with him and trying to stay calm. I don't think going you taking him by the river is a smart place to take him. Well, you know, you might end up putting them in there. (laughs) It happens. See, that's my problem because I'm going to get pissed and I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Because he's going to say something stupid to me. He's 
Well, and then, like I said to everybody last night and members only, I'm like, you know, my biggest fear is, yeah, if you go and confront him on this, he'll nod and smile and agree with you, but he won't follow through. Then it'll make it worse. And it's going to make it ten times worse than what it is now. Uh, Morbick says, okay, I stay out of my kids' shit also, but this is just not that. This is about grandkids, and he needs to get off his ass. So, yeah, I would have a nice uh, clam talk with him. Uh, then punch him in the mouth so he <laughs> understands. That's what would have happened in our day. Yeah. That's what would have happened. Mm-hmm. We would have got the shit knocked out of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's a symptom of what's going on in this country well, and like, as a whole. If you're getting paid good and you're able to work 40 to 45 hours, why in God's name would you take a different position at a different location for only 15 hours at less pay because he's not a worker and that's well their we have way come of to thinking fig- we have come to figure out that he is definitely not a worker ant because that child has gone through more jobs than i've gone through underwear in a lifetime Mm-hmm. i ain't even lying yeah he'll work two weeks and done yeah. uh, it's too much it's too much like he worked for freaking uh, what was it amazon right he had a good job there yeah, because they, the they start system. you anywhere between sixteen and twenty dollars an hour over here in, in, at Amazon. It was two weeks later. He's like, "Nah, I quit. It was too hard." Whatever happened to <laughs> coming home butt tired and feeling good about your day? Yeah, I do it every day. You know. Well, you don't come home. You're already here. I'm out of my office, but I sit there, planning, doing paperwork, taking care of licensing stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm dead tired come, uh, you know, 10 o'clock I go to bed. But I'm also up at 5.30 in the morning. Or earlier. And there's a lot of other people out there, woodworker. Your sister who works in the mill. Yeah, she busts her ass. That's a dream job right there to somebody like me. Or my truck drivers, my welders. Yeah. Carpenters. That's, that's work. That's making yourself... A part of society and making yourself feel like you have some self-worth. Yeah. You got to kick ass and take names. Me, I'm a hustler. I, you know, I have businesses. I usually build them up when I have the shops and stuff and turn around and flip them. Yeah. But this is the one business I really love because I get to interact with everybody. And it makes you feel good at the end of the day. What? How can you feel good playing games all day? I mean, I could see somebody coming home from work and sitting down and playing some games. Mm-hmm. I can see that. After I, work? After work. I can see that. But sitting there all day and and ignoring your responsibilities... It's a whole different story. It's a different story. You know, I mean, if it's, you know, someone... You know, I don't know. He just irritates shit is it something that a lot of more grandparents are facing now? I'm saying grandparents are having to deal with this kind of stuff where the so-called man won't get up and support. I'm sure there is. There's a lot of people out there that are probably deal. I mean, come on. I had got the one customer I, we talked about last week saying he was pissed off because after 15 months of unemployment, he had to go back to work. Well... Mm-hmm. Well, why our frontline workers had to work through this? I'm COVID like, dude, stuff. you sat on your ass for 15 months getting unemployment. I was right here behind this fucking counter, busting shit through the whole worst of it and the 
all that shit. I'm like, don't fucking cry me how's a damn it, river. How does it make you feel? Because I don't think you ever call off work. No. Never in years. You don't call uh-huh. off work. You're always there. Yeah. So how's it make you? How's it make you feel as a female that a male is doing nothing? Pisses me the fuck off. I don't even. If I'm feeling like shit, I still go to work. You know, and it's like, I I don't understand. You know, and it's so. I was. I've been working since I was 16 years old. Mm. The most time I've taken off of work was two weeks maternity leave with our daughter and a couple weeks with our son. Right. And other than that, but that was all pre-planned. Pre-planned, yeah. I didn't call off. I've never call off sick, just like I never missed a day of school. So a lot of of problems (laughs) out there, a lot of problems. We're going to go to Sweet Home Alabama. China Doll's going to get ready for the panty review. We'll be right back. Get your answers in to the Discord server right now.
just one type of music. World-class rock. It's like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Bran. All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Oh yeah, what better way to start the Monday off and the week off than the China Dolls Panty Review. She's hot, she has her great ass little titties, and she's gonna shake that ass for you right now. Catch China Dolls Panty. And with them autographed if you got them right, hit this cord right now with Oh, yeah. Here we go. Pitbull. She picked this song out, not me. Got a lot of delay over there, but it is what it is. There she goes. The delay finally kicks in. China Dowell. Oh, what do we got? It looks like blue and white. Oh! Yes, we got that. And we got lace, baby. Lace. This is where she's gonna be uh, shaking that ass. My poor dogs in there are like, what the hell are you doing? Kinda like when we have sex, they sit there and stare at ya. Shake it, baby, shake it. I take it she likes Pitbull. Oh yeah, baby. We gotta love that pitbull. We gotta really find some rock songs for her to do this with. She got 15-inch freaking uh, speakers. Probably pounding on this. Ooh, we got a shot of the pink taco. I really gotta get her a pole for that room, don't I, guys? Yes, I gotta get her a stripper pole. My problem is she might bust her ass on it because she's not the most uh, coordinated person in the world. Rock and roll, that is Pitbull, and uh, I wonder if we got a winner, man, she's going to have to tell me. That is Pitbull, hey baby playing, that is one of China Dow's uh, picks, it wasn't Hollywood this time. Anyway guys, it is Monday, hopefully you're going to start the week out good. Uh, get some riding in there, man. Uh, it's supposed to be 88 today here in Northern Illinois, and I know I'm gonna get China Dolls' ass out on the boulevard today. Waiting for the mail. Waiting for the mail. I think the intercoms are supposed to be here, and I gotta try them things out. 
and see if uh, Hollywood gets a headache. Anyway, guys, did we have a winner today? I don't know. Do we call partial winner or full-time winner? Who is the winner? Well, we got... Who is the... You got to talk in the microphone. Who with polka dots was Donna. Uh-huh. She's the only one that got the blue. <laughs> you out of breath. <laughs> There's a lot of space to dance in there. There ain't no space in here. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody guessed. Well, the closest was, I mean, nobody said that there were lace. Uh, nobody said they were G-string, which my sides are the G-string. Donna got the blue and black as far as the color, but we always said they had to guess it all. Okay, guys, uh, hopefully Wednesday. You know what? We're going to have to change it up, man. We're going to have to uh, make it a little easier on them uh, come Wednesday. All right, fine. Wednesday, I'll wear a solid color. Okay. How's that? There we go. And if you guess the colors, you get it. Anyway, guys, uh, have a good one. Uh, you guys be good. I'm Audi. Make sure you share us like a $10 hookah, baby. Uh, or share us like China on a stripper pole. Oh, well, I was thinking I about getting. One. I was thinking about getting you one. <laughs> I really was. Uh, anyway, guys, I'm Audi. Bye, everybody. <laughs>